0: Do you know that passage in Ephesians 429 where Paul says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth? Is that even possible? Hello, I'm Clarence, I'm The Preacher, and I'm here to help you delve into the impossible and show you that you can make much better progress than you may think that you can. Now, number one, let's be honest, that is a tough command. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But don't get whiny about it, don't get upset. Being a Christian, being a real Christian, is kind of like trying to be a Navy SEAL or special forces. It's tough. It's hard. And yet Christ told us, straight and arrows the way, and few there be who find it. If you really, really, really want to be Christian, then you're going to deal with the tough issues, such as learning to control the tongue. And that's probably one of the toughest issues you and I will ever deal with. It is just so easy to mess up in what we say. So when he says, No corrupt communication proceed from your mouth, what does that mean? Well, number one, that means Anything inconsistent with Christianity is not supposed to be coming out your mouth. That's the way it works. If it's not consistent with Christ, if Jesus wouldn't say it, so to speak, then we don't say it because we walk in the footsteps of Jesus. So we're trying to be consistent in how we talk and deal with people in a way that is in harmony with our Christianity. It also includes, number two, idle words. Matthew 12 and 36 says that we will give an account for every idle word that we speak. That's kind of a scary verse. I have frequently frequently called that the most scariest verse in the Bible. Every idle word. I want you to think about it. You're just with your friends. You're with your buddies. You're with whoever, family. You're just relaxed, having a good time. You're just shooting the breeze, talking about whatever and every single word we speak, we're accountable for. Even the idle words, even when we're just having fun, we don't let corrupt communication come out of our mouth. Now let's take it to another level. This one's really tough. Politics. In Titus chapter 3 verse 1 and 2, Paul wrote that we are to speak evil of no one. Now, let me clarify, it is okay to talk about ideas and political decisions and positions, but it is wrong to demonize people. It is one thing to discuss whether you think a tax hike would be good or bad. It's a totally another thing to demonize the politicians on either side of that issue. It is one thing to discuss what you think about uh, legalizing weed, for example, which obviously I wouldn't be really for that, but it's another thing to demonize and talk ugly about the people that are in favor of that move. You are free to speak and take a stand for your Christian values, but we are not free to tear down other people stab them in the back, talk behind their back, ruin their reputation. Romans twelve eighteen says that as much as depends on us, we are supposed to live at peace with all people. And so now we've got to learn to find our balance in there. And that's one really tough area, especially in election year. And you're looking at social media. Whew. Some Christians don't even know they're Christian when it comes to talking politics on their social media, do they? Now, another area is in marriage. In Ephesians 5.33, he says that the husband's supposed to nurture his wife as his own body, and the wife is supposed to respect her husband. So if we have speech in a marriage that is not nurturing the mate or respecting the mate, then that's inconsistent. That's corrupt speech. It's not just profanity. Of course, profanity and vulgar things are wrong. But it's that hateful, impatient, disrespectful, intolerant speech that sometimes becomes a habit in marriage and couples tear each other down instead of build each other up. And that that's obviously wrong. And then one final one, and we'll call it done for the day, and that's Colossians 3 and 21, where Paul said not to provoke your children to wrath. Fathers have to deal with kids. They have to discipline kids. That's fine. But it's not to be done in a way that discourages them, that tears them down, that hurts their growing what self-respect or esteem or whatever all that is he's really got to be on their side there is a way to correct a child with love and caring and it can still be stern without destroying the child's self-image and so any speech that the father uses that destroys his child's self-image would fall into that category of corrupt speech now kids don't get to judge that one incidentally. Because a child is going to think anything they don't want to hear is corrupt speech. So don't let the kids call the rule on that. But a good, mature Christian would understand when dad was being firm and appropriate or where dad crossed the line and was saying things that were not appropriate. That's the level you need to look at. So put your comments below. Ask any questions you have. This is one big, tough subject. And of course, share this video with somebody else if you think it would help them in their spiritual journey. And as always, I hope you have a great day.